Hey guys, welcome back to the Swirl Sweep. This episode is just me and Tanisha, and we sit down and talk about her experience in the past few weeks. There's been a flood of black folks in Paris and in London for the Beyonce concert and some other events that have been happening in our culture. But she gives us a nice summary of what she's doing with Black and Abroad. If you don't know what Black and Abroad is, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a huge travel group for black folks and they travel all over the country. As for me, I give an update about what's going on in my world. Um, I'm trying out a new contest, uh, hopefully winning an experience with Carla Hall. And I had my first tutoring session. I was a wine tasting tutor. Again, here is a reminder to like and subscribe. Don't forget to leave us a comment and share the episode. Cheers. So today is Sunday. Yes. What are you doing on this Sunday in Paris? Um, Taking it easy um, because I've had a busy few weeks mm-hmm. and I have not had uh, much downtime. I've had like a couple hours here and there downtime. So I'm like, no, today I have to take it easy. Um, I mean, I still do have some work to do. This is, I'm not considering this work, but I have an article that um, I am going to finish today. Okay. And then just some stuff to do around the house. I'm looking for some paperwork that is buried underneath some clothes, underneath some other paperwork. So <laughs> to find that. <laughs> and then that's it. I, I need today to uh, just get my mind right for the month because mm. the rest of the month is going to be insane. So, all right. It looks like you're in a co working space. Are co working spaces in Paris similar to the ones here? They are largely, but this one is kind of different because it's kind of like just an like apartment. Like think oh. of like a big room apartment, but they turned it into, they put desks in here. So a lot of people work in here. Okay. Does it come with perks since like I'm coffee? On the phone, and... we can be... Oh, oh. No, okay. nothing. Okay, so since I'm on the nothing. phone, I can show you behind me. Okay. Yeah. So you see it's some desks I mean, over there. It looks comfortable. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's a little kitchen through that door back there and then mm-hmm. bathroom and printer. And then we have, windows and so yeah. okay and it's quiet which is important and it looks comfortable girl because it's sunday it's sunday yeah. so nobody's here um okay. a cleaner person i mean a woman came here earlier and she's just like oh on a sunday and i was like yeah i'm like I, it's quiet here i know i can sit up straight and actually focus on some things so yeah i'm like let me come here and do this call from here so i won't be laid on the couch or laying in the bed. I can do it from here. And I needed to leave the house because it's a very pretty day. It's sunny. So mm. like if I'm here with these big windows, I can see the sun, but then still get work done. So gotcha. it gotcha. feels like I'm outside. Not too much going on with me. I was um, asked to be a wine tasting tutor. Okay. With the Roots Fund. Um, they've got some Hooray. new scholars. Yeah, they've got some new scholars coming in. Yo, shout out to the scholars, uh, Devereaux, and um, I forgot the other young lady's <clears throat> name, but they're two college graduates, and they were they got a Roots Fund scholarship to study the business of Burgundy for a year, and they'll end up with a master's. So nice. they are coming in from, you know, zero experience. They're not familiar with wine at all, but they want to go into the business or just discover wine. So- they have education tutors like wine knowledge, wine history, because they have to 
they have to take WSET one, two, and three back to back. And they leave, I don't know what, what the dates are, but it's like they're getting a crash smash course in wine in all these different areas. So I am one of the wine tasting tutors. So I met with I met with one of the, the scholars last week. We met at Gran Cata at their wine bar. And we mm-hmm. just tasted through some wine. Shout out to Pedro. He, you know, he jumped in with maps and let us Won't taste do different, Okay. Jumped in with maps and let us taste some interesting stuff. It was really cool. She's very excited. And yeah, we had the tasting grid on my iPad and we just we just talked, tasted, and you know, ran through some stuff for a couple of hours. So yeah, that was fun. Oh, that's wonderful. And yeah. do you know when they come this way? In August. Yep. The two of them, they moved to Burgundy in August. And they'll be okay. there for a year. Yep. Okay. Well, definitely link us up so we could do like a little tasting when they come in, sure. get them. Because I think they have to stop here just to take the train too. Like, I okay. don't think they, I mean, I don't know if you can fly straight there. Because mm-hmm. I think when I used to come in to go there, we flew here and then took the okay. train. So if they come here and hang out a little bit, then, you know, let me know. Okay. We could link up. Yeah. Yeah, but I was um I was a little nervous because I don't know when you hear like wine tasting tutor like like you want me to do what like how many I I've not I don't think I've I don't have experience in educating anybody in wine. Well, I mean that's I loosely say that because that's educating it is, is a big word. You are a teacher, you know what I'm saying? I, yes, I have led some tasting groups or you know led a tasting, but I think that's a little different than like an organized education plan that kind of thing you're shaking your head that's not true I mean not for what you're doing it's literally what you do all the time um so you're doing a tasting group or leading a tasting this is what you're doing for them anything you're doing is you just have to have more confidence in what you do and what you this know. is this is also true yeah and I'm having this conversation with you as people have the same conversation with me and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. They're like, shut your mouth. I mean, well, are you, you kidding? Though, that no. <laughs> so not necessarily, not necessarily with tasting. Like I'm good with that. But then, like with other things, they'll be like, Tanisha, what do you even mean? You're yeah. great at that. And I'm like, oh. but anyway, <laughs> back to you because we're talking about you right now. Yeah. Um, you can do this, and yeah. you are. Yes, you may not have the confidence in thinking like, oh, you know more than someone, but you lead tastings. You've led tasting groups. You've talked about tasting notes and done all that before. So, and this is one-on-one. You really shine one-on-one. I like to drink wine, but no, one-on-one, you about to kill it. (laughs) Yes, it it went a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, she asked a lot of great questions and yeah, she seemed to enjoy it. So it was nice. She was a great student my first student but it was also what we like to hear so first and not the last just being comfortable with the uncomfortable constantly so that's where I'm at listen (laughs) I live in discomfort okay (laughs) my full existence is uncomfortable (laughs) all right (laughs) um uh really quick I did see the little mermaid before we get into you and what you've been doing and I thought it was fantastic did you? I thought it was great. It was very, very similar to the first one. A lot of the same dialogue and all of that. And but it was just a diverse version of it. And they changed the storyline just a little bit. The Little Mermaid. I mean, 
Haley is the Little Mermaid. That is. And then I listened to this adorable story that Melissa McCarthy told. About her humming and all of that. Yes. Girl. Oh my gosh. First of all, I teared up during the movie, but then I I just keep tearing up as people talk about her because she's, and it's, she just exudes a princess. And I told somebody, I don't know what I'm going to do during the color purple because I'm not even ready for that, you know? But anyway, it was great. I'm very happy. Can't wait to see it again. All the things. Yes. Did you take your niece or you just- I did. I took my niece and it was premiering at the- um, african-american museum of culture so we watched the movie there we had fried chicken and fried fish beforehand because i mean that's what they fed us girl i want some fried fish (laughs) yes they fed us was it greens or like some red beans so what came we had we had string beans and macaroni and cheese they made Mm. cupcakes and they also made like a blue cocktail uh, with uh, very, with, with very African American, it was very very black. Yeah. But yes, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And you know what surprised me? The amount of dads there. There were a lot of dads there in Little Mermaid t-shirts, you know, with their families or whatever. And it was a dad sitting behind us, and we had to tell him to stop singing. It was very adorable. <laughs> the movie is great. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's it's awesome. So all about you, what have you been doing? Because listen, all of the blacks, all of the sisters, all of our cousins have been in Paris. Yes, they are. And why am I not seeing them? So it's disturbing because I'm seeing no one. Um, Now I did see, you know, a black contingency because black and abroad did a wine tasting. If I did a wine tasting, like I was the the one who's leading the wine tasting. So um, I don't know. People kept tagging me and I'm like, I don't know, I'm doing this. Like, of course I know where it is. Like I set the whole thing up. I'm not saying it's bragging, but just like everybody kept tagging me like, hey, they doing something in Paris. You should go, you should go. Okay, cool, I'll be there. Of course I'll be there. But um, that went really well. Saw people there. Um, Cause they had approached me about the idea a few months back, like, oh, the Beyonce concert is going to be people in town for that. Let's do a tasting. I was like, all right, let's do a tasting. So we set that up, did that. But then afterwards I was seeing all these IG stories and TikToks of people who were in town and people who went to the concert. I'm like, I need to see these people. Why am I not seeing anyone? But then I'm out uh, a few days ago did a um, wine bar tour with some people and was walking around spent you know just kind of killing some time before I met someone else and I just happened to walk past and I see this guy I was like, oh, he looks familiar and I look away and then I look back I'm like oh my gosh it's Gary Dordan from CSI and I'm like no 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 that's not him so I like make a loop to make sure when he was sitting talking to people and then he was talking to them and I heard the voice, I was like, oh, that's absolutely him. Just as fine, like, sir, you're not gonna age nothing. You're still fine, fine. The way he was easy. sitting, cause, cause it was a bar. Mm-hmm. Think like, think you, no, think like rectangle, but one of the sides off. Okay. So like sharp corners. And the way he was sitting, I couldn't take a piss. Since he was sitting like on the corner, I couldn't take a picture without him being like, ma'am, can I help you with something? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Because I would have been standing like right at him. It was no yeah. way for him not to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and I walked and, you know, acted like I was looking for somebody. So I, but I was looking for an angle to get this photograph <laughs> where he couldn't see me, but I couldn't do it. So that was that. 
fast forward, and this is just, and I'll go back to other things that I did too. I'm at a dinner party. There's um, a woman here named um, Azuri Aki, and um, she is a friend of mine. And she just wrote a book called Joie, which, you know, comes from the phrase Joie de Vie, which is joy of life or joy to live. And it's all about living life um, the French way or the Parisian way, which is just full of joy, taking things easy, da, 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 da. Uh, shameless plug I'm in the book talking about wine they have a dinner party some friends have a dinner party for her so I go to the dinner party I'm talking we're you know chatting with people meeting people and then um I'm introduced to some girl like oh yeah and then this is Molly and I'm like oh okay cool hi Molly we chat a little bit I'm smiling on this woman's face we're you know then I talk to some other people that were sitting around us the next day I'm looking at the photographs and uh, um, it's a group photo of all of us. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, wow, Molly Ringwald, whose name? Why did they put this? Girl, the Molly was Molly Ringwald. You are I'm lying a, to me. I'm at a dinner party with Molly Ringwald, had no idea. Do you hear me? You didn't recognize her? No. And I'm going <laughs> to send you the picture. <laughs> Please send me this picture. Wow. I was like, what? And I look later. And then I, I DM the girl who, because the girl who posted it is the one who invited me. I was like, you mean to tell me you had me at a dinner party all night long with the Molly Rainwall and you ain't say nothing? She said, ha ha, you didn't know. I said, ha ha, no, I didn't. What do you even mean? I'm like, I done heard the girl called Molly laughing, smiling all in her face. I took pictures of people next to her. I got her shoulder in one of the pictures. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, she, I mean, she looks older, but she still looks the same. I just saw her in something. I guess if you don't have an expectation that it is, it's you're going to be somewhere with Molly Rainwell and hearing Molly, like it didn't click, not the red hair, not the name Molly, none of it. Hmm. Girl. And you know what? Now that picture me, I could have taken because she right. was there. there, there. Me, I probably would have said, girl, your name Molly. Anybody tell you you look like Molly Rainwell? I probably would have said something like that, but wow that's crazy that's crazy what was she doing there are they friends right i was like who was she friends with does she live here i have more questions so <laughs> um we're gonna meet up for coffee and i'm gonna get all my questions <laughs> <laughs> but then somebody else was like tanisha i didn't know who that was either and i'm like okay, okay. good i thought it was just me okay but like you will think it and then you don't want to be the one in the middle of the party like oh you know who you look like and then mm. they're like uh yeah like that tiktok thing everybody thinks i look like cg5 uh probably um, because i am that yeah. sound i'm like yeah. i could have done that with her and they're like hey you look like that. she's like really i've never heard that before like she could have <laughs> done anything and then the rest of the people at the party would have been like chuckling and i'm like this is embarrassing Oh so I either God. would have said that or would have been like a complete fangirl. I would have been all night like, I'm sorry, do you mind if I follow you around and take photographs as you walk and talk and eat your food? Okay, thank you. Uh, the other, um, I think one of the recordings we had last month, I said, oh, we were talking about travel. And I was telling people, I was like, yeah, I honestly, I don't travel that much. And Leslie was like, oh, well, you've been to Paris. I was like, Paris is like going to New York. Everybody goes to Paris. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see the celebs, you see everybody in Paris. But, and I guess for me, I don't usually see people because I'm not where celebrities will hang out. 
Um, like when I see people come here to visit, they'll go to the fancy hotels, they'll do the really nice restaurants. And those aren't necessarily things I do here anymore. Like I'm in my neighborhood, hanging out with my friends, like sitting on the river, having picnics, you know, going to restaurants in the neighborhood. I'm not like, oh, let me go to um, the Four Seasons and have a drink. Like I'm not having those experiences. And I'm not even, and it's not even like, oh, let's have a girl's night and we go and do that fancy thing. Because I like, think about your life in D.C. You're not necessarily like at the top, top D.C. restaurants where you, you know, would just see like celebrities or politicians or things like that. Those aren't just places you just hang out. So, yeah, it's 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 yes and no, because because D.C. is such a government focused city um and i live really close to capitol hill it is mm, some mm -hmm. of some of those days when i'm going to a happy hour it's just like ah i don't want to go anywhere crowded let me just go to this hotel bar blah 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 oh my god do you know i just saw da, da, da. so it can be like that but yeah uh, but yes on a daily basis no i do not see celebrities or anything like that but people who work downtown um on the hill sure i'm sure that happens a lot to them yeah, I think it's the proximity of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think about where I live versus where uh, celebrities would stay. Like, they're not mm -hmm. staying over here. They're yeah. staying by the Eiffel Tower. They're staying by um, maybe by the Louvre. They're staying in certain areas yeah. and neighborhoods. And I'm not any of, gotcha. any of those places. Gotcha. Because those aren't necessarily fun places to live. Like, that place is fun to visit wherever they so Is it touristy are, and crowded? Like, just walking around. It's touristy and crowded and it doesn't have necessarily like the things you would want in a living situation, okay. like yeah. the fresh, you know, like the boulangerie, the market, you know, the place where you get your, um, like the small grocery store to get your food, the green grocer or anything like that. Those yeah. things aren't over there. Okay. Like I have a friend who lives off the Champs-Élysées. She is actually next to, I think it's Maison Margiela is what she's next to as far as her apartment. You can walk out the front door and turn to the right and you can walk to the Chomedes in like three minutes. Mm. You can see the Eiffel Tower when you walk into her building. She says she has to walk a good 12 to 15 minutes to get to a bakery. Whereas if you live in other parts of the city, like in neighborhoods, I can't walk three minutes without walking past the bakery. So she's like, no, I'm not getting my fruits and vegetables over here. I'm not getting all those things over here because people don't, people don't live, live over here. People okay. over here are all tourists or like maybe they have like a small apartment over here and maybe they're just here a few months out of the year, that kind of thing. So it's not necessarily conducive to living your life, but it's fun to vacation like that. Okay. Gotcha. So I understand that. So tell us about the event that you planned for the group, Black and Abroad. Yeah, they wanted um, a wine tasting, like part wine tasting, part like just mix and mingle, get together. And so I looked at some, thought about some bars that I like to hang out at that have the space, that have a good vibe. And then I decided on Assemblage, which is in the, I think that's the third or the fourth, in the Marais not far from Place de Vosges. And I'm like, the vibe here is good. The space looks good. Um, it's off of a quiet, secluded street. There's a park right behind it. And then they have this dope um, like backdrop. So we stood in the picture and um, we stood in the streets to take a picture in front of that. That came out great. 
Um, but yeah, just decided on that place and talked to the guy about some wines. We had five different wines. We had about, we had 30 people there. It was sold out. I think it might've been a little more than people, more than 30 because some people came last minute. But of course, you know, we black, so they ain't come on time, on time. So we started, <laughs> we started and I was doing like a full tasting and description. But then after, you know, a lot of people arrived and it was like 20 people there. Okay. Like they're not about to be quiet long enough for me to go through like a formal tasting. So I just walked around to the different groups, poured the wine, talked about the wine as necessary. Um, and then Eric from Eric Martin from Black and Abroad was there. And at the end, he just did a, you know, kind of a closing statement. Thank you all for coming. Thank you, Tanisha. Go to Black and Abroad's website. Let's go outside, take a picture, you know, um, enjoy your stay here, that kind of thing. So that was real cool. Yeah, and then that was the tasting we had four or five wines I think it might have been five because we did yeah we had two whites a rosé oh we had say two whites a rosé two reds and then sparkling lovely it was a good time everyone had um everyone enjoyed themselves had a good time um met some people connected all of that it was good then after you know serving everyone and talking to everyone I was like I would like a full glass of wine myself so uh, <laughs> I stayed there for a little bit and had half a bottle. Uh, me and a friend shared a bottle of wine. And then some people were still hanging out in the area. So I was like, where y'all at? I'm about to come down and meet y'all. So I went down and I met them in a restaurant. That restaurant was lit. It's like, okay, so putting this on the list, I'll be back here. What is lit um, so look like some drinks there. What does lit look um, like a lot of A lot of people, music, low lighting, like it was fun. And it was just a restaurant, not even like club, not even like dancing. It was yeah. just people. It was just lively. Huh. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And they're like, hey, we about to go out. And I was like, uh, 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 no, <laughs> it was already like a little after one. And I started the tasting, um, the tasting. I, I think I got there like six. And so I'm like, okay, no, I can't keep hanging. And I know I had a group coming in the next morning, mm. another group that I was doing. So I was like, no, this sounds fun, but um, no, no, you all have fun. And I'm glad I did that because I see their IG stories and the next day they tagged at 4.45. Oh my. Out at the at the club. I'm like, nope, <laughs> no, I cannot. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. so mm -hmm. uh, Beyonce was in Paris. Her, her show was in Paris. A, a mm -hmm. lot of black men women went to that mm -hmm. show and so did you ever think well let me just go to some surround like is the stadium near a lot of places no is it in the middle of something oh it's not okay so it's no, not like that stadium okay. mm -mm, that stadium is on um, that stadium is technically not even in paris um it's like on the outskirts of paris so it takes a second to uh get there and that is not uh the best neighborhood so that's not a place that you're like oh let me go to the concert and just kick it around there no like directly around the stadium is fine and they you know will have tight security around there but like going out in that neighborhood we're we not gonna do that <laughs> are you a part of like an expat group um, there is an expats of color, like WhatsApp group and they okay. do like little, um, event. I'm not trying to downplay. I'm like, oh, I see a little events. No, but they do like little, they don't do like formal things and just be stuff in a group chat. Like I'm going to this. Does anybody want to go? Okay. And then people will go to that. So you'll have uh, stuff based on that. I've done a couple of things with them. 
but it's not as big as the black expats group used to be when I first got here. When I oh. first moved here, there was a black expats in Paris. Oh, we used to have events a couple times a month. Hmm. And that was fun. I met, that's how I met all the black people I know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now the dynamic changed. Um, that group started being less American and more um, French, but like expats being people who came from French colonized uh, countries in Africa or Martinique, Guadeloupe. And so when I would go to meetings and then oh, meetups and then they would be all French speaking, I'm like, okay, wait, that's not, that's not what this is about. Like not in a mean way, but like, mm. and I get it. Y'all are expats. This is technically not your country, but you are also French. So, uh, but then the American expat that it turned into that as well. I don't know how it was like some kind of coup that happened and French people ended up taking it over. And French people would come to meet up with Americans so they could practice their English. I'm like, no, you're not about to use me unless we can use each other for the language purposes. But mm -mm, that ain't what they want. They, hey, how, so where are you from? You're living here, just hanging out. They would think like, oh, it would Americans would be really excited to meet French people if they're in from out of town. That's what they thought it would be. So it okay. But yeah, that I don't go to none of that stuff anymore. Because now since I've been here a while, I'm like, I don't sound to me, but here we are. Don't want to meet any more new people just to have generic conversations. I, mm -hmm. my free time is precious to me and limited. So I want to spend it with people that I already know, already care about and deepen, strengthen, continue our friendship, relationship, whatever the case may be. So just meeting somebody for 20 minutes to be like hey I'm out no yeah the only way I'll go to something like that is if they're at a place that I want to go like oh yeah I always want to try this place and even still I'm like man I'm gonna just do that with my friends later <laughs> I totally understand that. Oh. Huh. yeah another thing I did last week I went to Disneyland what so I have photos. I'll be posting all this week. I'm late on everything. But I went to Disneyland. I uh, had a group and that was one of their activities. So I had to go with them. When I tell you I was at Disneyland all the live long day, we left the hotel at about 8.45 a.m. We left Disneyland about 11.40 p.m. Pete, what? yeah okay wait, we were at, okay wait wait so i need to know about this group were there children involved like what were you doing at disneyland all day they were university students they're hospitality students so they were okay. on a hospitality trip they had been in switzerland germany italy um and then they came through france and this okay. was their last stop before they flew home so we did some hospitality things on sunday that was a group i had to get that sunday after the wine tasting okay um and so picked them up at the train station on Sunday, checked them in. I got checked in at the hotel, did a couple of, you know, hospitality talks, then a boat ride, then dinner, then Disneyland all the next day. And then they flew back home the day after. Again, I what are we doing at Disneyland all day? Are we riding rides? We're riding rides. We're sitting down. We're eating. We're drinking. We're sitting down. We ride a ride. Um, I should have gone to check out a show since I'm like, when else am I going to have a free Disneyland ticket? 
Um, but yeah, I didn't go check out any shows. But I was just like, I want to sit down. I didn't want to get on any roller coasters um, because I've seen those videos of people losing various things, and so I did not want that to be my story. <laughs> uh, I'm losing headgear. Right. You got me in the parking lot searching up underneath stuff. Mm -mm, no. <laughs> that was not going to be the story of the hour. Because I'm like, how about to get back on the bus? No. Uh, then there was a light show at the end. Uh, we waited for that. It had gotten cold at this point. So that part was interesting. Is there you know, water? Is it warm enough to like... Wait, first of all, is there water at Disneyland? They didn't have a water park. Okay. Uh, but they just had like a couple of boat rides, but nothing like Splash Mountain, you know, yeah, that I'm kind of situation. I'm just thinking about me. There's probably no way that I would last all day in a Disneyland unless there was water involved. If I can float in a lazy river, you know, on a tube, I'm good with that. I can do that. Like, because I don't need to ride rides all day. I'm going to give you a good three. And then I'm good because I'm old and I don't know how I'm going to respond on a roller coaster anymore or spin yeah. around, you know, a thousand times at 90 miles per hour. I don't know if I could do that anymore. So yeah, I busted out three rides space throughout the day. And what uh, rides and then did just, you ride? Uh, one was a cars, um, like situation. Like bumper cars? So no, it was from the movie Cars. And so oh, okay. it was like kind of riding around like a Route 66 thing. So okay. that was just a riding around on the train. And they had one part where they set some stuff on fire. And then they rocked the train. And they pushed all this water out to set the fire out, to okay. put the fire out. And it felt like the water was going to come and wash over you. And I was okay. like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, we're fine. <laughs> I was like, this is about to be a situation. But like, no, okay, we're fine. Uh, it's a small world because that's nostalgic because I did that with my family when um, we went to Disneyland 700 years ago. Um, and then the other one was like a little light, not bumper car, but just a little spin around situation. Okay. Because also the thing, I was with the other professor. So just like with her kind of loosely. Okay. So riding a bunch of stuff, because there was one person she's like, okay, she needs to sit down. Um, and she has some work she wants to do. And I was like, well, I'm not about to just walk around this park solely by myself for hours. I didn't want to do that. So I got something to drink and just sat. I think I sat mm -hmm. somewhere for a few hours. So a lot of times I just took breaks, like okay. a couple breaks throughout the day and yeah. sat for two, three hours. My God, um, I need a nap. I did take a nap at one point. <laughs> professor was sitting here, I was like, um, I'm just about to close my eyes. I was like, I can't. Because <laughs> I'm like, I just can't. Because I've been up all Sunday with that group and then all Saturday doing stuff. Friday, I, the Friday before I had done stuff, I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. And then we had a buffet lunch. So buffet. I done oh. ate myself silly. Was there funnel cake? Is that a no, thing? No, it's not. Oh. They're like fried dough thing. It's like either a beignet or churro. Okay. 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 Yeah. So right. they did have some beignets in there. So I did hit that. Mm -hmm. And then of course macarons. So I had right. that. Um, well, that actually but sounds yeah. fun, fun and exhausting at the same time. I had cheesecake, a chocolate covered cheesecake on a stick. That was good. Okay. I'm eating, literally eating cheesecake off a stick. That was fantastic. Um, but yeah, it was just an exhausting day of walking around like in circles. 
mm-hmm. and then and sitting down. Cause I knew from the beginning, like I'm not, I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna be walking around with the kids. And I say kids loosely, like they're adults. They were like yeah. 20 to 23. But I'm like, they're going to be with each other running around and all that kid energy, you know, all that young adult <laughs> energy. I don't got it. I don't have it. So I'm like, I know I'm going to be sitting for a while. At one point, I was like, man, um, the outlet mall is only like 15 minutes mm. away. Why don't I go to the outlet for a second and then come back? And I was like, Tanisha, you can't leave this park. If something happens, you are responsible for these people. Yeah. So you just find somewhere to sit down in the corner. Oh my goodness. And there's that. So yeah. They sometimes have this like wine section mm-hmm. open. And I was mad that that wasn't open. I'm like, so the day I'm here, this part isn't open. I don't understand. Mm. So I'll be putting that in the IG story at some point. But yeah, I kept walking past it, like, oh well, maybe it's not open now because it was early. But then as it got later in the day, I was like, come on, y'all are kidding me. Open this up. <laughs> I'm like, who works here? Who works in this part? Because we need to open this up, baby. But no, it oh wasn't my open. goodness. But then they had a light show and they kept saying, like, oh, let's meet. The light show's at 9.30. Let's meet at 9 to get a good place. I was like, that light show's not going to be at 9.30. It stays light here very long. And they're like, oh, but it's usually at 9.30. I'm like, well, the sun doesn't set till 9.50. Mm. So, and they were like, really? You sure? I was like, mm, it says late. Sure enough, that light show started at 10.50. Oh my goodness. 10. So y'all just sat and talked until the light show started. And you know, I ain't had nothing to say at this point. (laughs) And I'm sitting on the ground, okay? I'm sitting on the ground. So, uh, yeah. So 10.50, they had a light show. And then at 11, they had fireworks. I mean, I got to admit, and I had no doubt it's Disney. Like, it was all about to look amazing. So it was was amazing. It was one of those, wow, wow. I took pictures, a few pictures of the um, the castle and then the lights, but fireworks are so hard to catch in yeah, photograph form to true. look good. Yeah. And it was windy. And so the firework would go up and then immediately like blow away. Wow. Okay. So, uh, wow. yeah. Mm. And then we went back to the, luckily I was staying at the hotel with them because by the time we got back, it was like a little before one. And I'm like, if I had to go home at this point and then come back and see y'all again tomorrow. Yeah. Ugh. No, I just went so they left the next day and laid it all down. Mm-hmm. And I had to go. I went with them. I had to go. Went with them to the airport. Uh, make sure they got to um, the check in and all that um, properly. And um, yeah. And then I was that. And I think I'm d- I'm done with groups for. I'm done with college groups for a while. Okay. Yeah, because that was my third group since April. Mm. So, like we're we're good. Yeah. So that has been what we have been doing. So we've been a little busy. Oh, also met a listener. Shout out to Corey, um, who you have met one time. She's like Sarita might not remember me, but she says Leslie would remember her. But uh, Corey was in town. She knows me from this world suite. And she was like, we have to do a tasting. Um, we have to do a wine experience with Tanisha while we're in Paris. So um, I met yeah, up with her and her friend, Sasha. Absolutely. So we met up, did a tasting, went to a couple different wine bars. And I let her through the full tasting because she was like, she's either in or just finished WSCT3. Oh, so nice. I'm like, oh, we're doing a tasting tasting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we have scent kits and you're going to figure out what these scents are from this mm-hmm. Lene Duvon scent kit. 
And um, we are looking at these aroma wheels and we're going to get into this. And so we did just that and had several wines and some snacks, some uh, delicious cheeses. At the end, I finished with the Reeves salt. They were not the biggest fans of that one. It's so (laughs) sweet. I was like, it's a dessert wine. It's a Vonsi Naturel. It's a dessert wine. It's supposed to be sweet. So, uh, yeah, that was a big hit. I was like, well, I'll finish it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know what to do with this. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to them. Um, and again, I'm late with the posting, so I'll do a picture of that next yeah. week. And another girl found me. I did, and I don't usually like doing the last minute tastings, and especially on the weekends because it's hard to get a space on the weekend and because it's nice out. But this person hit me up and was like, I just found you and I really want to do um, a tasting, please. My, uh, it's my birthday. And she's like, and my name is Tanisha. I was like, well, now I have to do oh, it. Like, gosh. come on. Well, so her name was literally Tanisha. So is another it, it shout spelled out the same to in Tanisha. Everything? Spelled the same in everything. Wow. And so I was like, well, we're doing this. And so <laughs> did the tasting for her and her husband. We did a tour. We went to three different wine. We did two different wine bars. And then while we were talking, she mentioned she liked gin. I was like, oh, we got to go to the gin bar. <gasps> so we went to the gin bar. And they were looking at this and like, oh my gosh, there's so many gins. They have like over 30 gins on their list. And then you can just wow. order the gin and then they do tonic. So, and they have them organized by the flavor profile of the gin. So they're like fruity, herbaceous, spicy, mineral, you know, all these different, you know, woodsy. So all these different things. Wow. And when I was in there, I remembered, I was like, I remember why I like this place. I need to come over here more. And they do have a couple cocktails, but it's largely um, gin mixed with um, tonic. Speaking of speaking of gin, um, Winebo sent me a rose gin. I loved it. I loved it. Okay, let me see if I can say this uh, correctly. Is it Maribel? Okay, uh, Mm -hmm. the rose from um, Provence. They make a rose gin. And it's weird. It's super weird because, I mean, it smells like a gin and drinks like a gin, but it's 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 giving you like Provence rosé. I can't really pinpoint exactly mm-hmm. what it is, but it's like you still get the botanicals of the gin, but then you get like maybe a little bit of rose petals. And then like all of a sudden out of nowhere, you just get Provence rosé, like strawberries and watermelon. I was like, is it made it- from grapes? So they do use grapes. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's made from grapes, then yeah, it it can give. You mix it with just regular. Um, I I drink. Well, it. I mean, with just tonic. I dr- I drink it straight. Okay, I oh. drink it straight. Huh. I wanted. <laughs> it wasn't a lot, <laughs> but I I, I drank. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It is very um, very elegant. Classic dry gin. Inspired by abundance of botanicals growing wild on the domain, including lemons, coriander, rose petals, and lavender. It uses upcycled grape skins from there and surrounding estates to create a 100% grape-based neutral spirit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Once you said that grape-based, okay. that will do it. Then it says the addition of some <clears throat> Mirabeau rosé wine to the blend adds l- a luxurious texture and color so they do add wine so not only are they using the grape skins but they add wine 
Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But it's very, it's very tasty. Yeah. It's going to be my summer, my summer spirit. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I wonder where my summer spirit's going to be. I'm going to keep looking at it. I really like a, a Lille. Um, the Lille Rose. Um, the Lille Rose uh, with tonic and a mm-hmm. little lemon juice. So refreshing. That sounds and also refreshing. very light. Very light. Yum. So, yeah. That's probably going to be my little summer situation. One summer it was Susan tonic. Um, Sue's just is such I a don't know weird what's... color. That Do I like know that? electric yellow. You might not, but Sue's S U Z E. It has this weird yellowy orange color. Hmm. Um, but it's kind of a. I think it's like a bitter orange as well, but not as bitter as um like Aperol. Okay. Looking for somewhere to advertise? Consider the Swirl Suite podcast. Yep, right here. The Swirl Suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements, mid-roll advertisements, or post-roll advertisements. Some of our packages even include a social media shout-out. If you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more, simply email us at swirlsweet at gmail.com. Cheers. We'll do a handful of fun this or that questions that I found online. All right. It's going to be interesting. Yes. Yes, it will be. Here we go. Bad haircut or bad hair dye? Both got to grow out. Um, Maybe bad haircut because you can probably like do still do something with it. Hair dye, you can't cover that up. Like a bad haircut, you could slick it all back yeah. or cut it all off or ponytail or something like that. Bad hair dye, you can't cover that up? Like, even if you pull it back in a ponytail, like, you still have the hair yeah. dye. Or if you put a hat, you still have bad hair dye hanging underneath. Unless you're talking, like, bad highlights. And so, like, you just need to cover the top yeah. and the edges are okay. Is it possible for your hair to still look healthy with a bad hair color? Um, no. no. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Um, not for real. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't go. I can't go with bad haircut. I'm just gonna go with bad hair dye. They both take yeah. a long time to fix. It's they do, but I just fix. feel like you can just like fake it a little better with a bad haircut. Like even if like you have short hair and they just cut it a little too short, like okay, just you know slick it back. Like you can do like mm-hmm. a little finger okay. wave or something like that. Okay. Or like if your bob is uneven, okay, we just ponytail and headband. Mm-hmm. But okay. like dye, you always see the dye. True. That's how True. I'm thinking. Okay. That's fair. You're right. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Candy corn on a pizza or just straight candy nah, corn? Nah, it's either or. Because you know people hate both. Pineapple on pizza or candy corn? Oh, I have to go pineapple on pizza because like I won't do candy corn. Absolutely. I totally agree. 100%. Okay. I don't even know why that's still a thing. And why are we calling it why are we calling it candy and or corn? Like neither apply. <laughs> People still love it. They have a following. They do. That and peeps, they have a serious following, and I think they're both disgusting. And none of those are my people. None of those <laughs> people are my people. No. <laughs> okay. Winning the lottery or finding your soulmate. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you can buy a soulmate if your winnings are enough. I'm, I'm low-key like winning the lottery because I will just sleep with the winnings. Mm-hmm. Like that will absolutely keep me warm. Like, you know what kind of blanket I could buy with some lottery winnings? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm not thinking about it when I'm at the spa getting massages, you know. <laughs> when John Luke rubbing on my shoulder, like, I'm okay with this lottery winning. <laughs> uh, um, as you all know, I'm married, so I will do the lottery. Um, ooh, oh, y'all really... want to find your soulmate? <laughs> you hate shit. <laughs> oh, really quick question before we do a few more. I read this post about celebrities and the first big thing that they brought with their first big check. Carrie Washington bought a laptop. Issa Rae bought a Tesla. Um, the third and fourth person, the third person bought their mama house and... I forgot what the fifth person got, but what would you buy with your big check? Say your lottery winnings was 10 million. After you do all the responsible stuff, put some away, give some to your family, blah, blah, blah. What are you buying first? I have an answer if you'd like to hear mine. Yeah, let me hear yours. Cause okay. what I'm thinking of, like I have a thought, but like, let me hear yours. So I'll tell you me and Alex, cause we talked about this in the car yesterday. My answer was, a month vacation a month vacation flying either business class or semi-private right um and i had to explain to him what semi-private is and the perks or whatever but business class semi-private i'm going everywhere i want to go in that 30 days um it might be a week on a villa where i have a chef someone waiting on me hand and foot I'm on boats. I'm doing all the things, whatever. I even might go somewhere cold and ice fish. Okay. I'm doing everything that I can think of in that 30 days before I decide whatever I want to do with my life. Cause I have so much money. I think Alan's was, um, he was very, it, it was a very practical answer. Um, he would upgrade our cars, you know, of course a house and uh, a tutor watch tutors are if you don't know watches a tutor watch is like i don't know like maybe 10k so anyway those mm-hmm. were his and that was my answer okay and that's interesting because i was kind of between two of those um okay. like between those one i didn't even plan out the whole vacation aspect of it but i was like semi-private or like first class on like an emirates flight yeah because you've seen the first yes. class section of emirates so i'm like going i don't even know where i'm going I just want to ride there like that. And Glennis um, informed us that some business classes, I believe Emirates is one where it, it includes a driver from your house. Yeah. See, pick that. you up. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. Yep. Like that. Um, and then the, uh, it was between that and then um, a piece of jewelry. Like, okay. I don't know if it would be like a really nice ring, mm-hmm. a bracelet, necklace, but while the memories I will have of the vacation, I will also want something tangible, um, mm-hmm. a watch, a bracelet, a ring, something yeah. like that, that yeah. I had that was high end, whether it's super fancy, like uh, yeah. Von Cleef and Arpel, or it's Chanel, or it's David Yerman, or something 
yeah. like that because I would want to think back to my that moment, like how I think about um, the first thing I bought when I got my first check for my first job after I graduated college. Mm-hmm. I bought myself a Movado watch. Ah, okay. Also dated myself, Movado watch. Will have a, I still have that watch ah, to this okay. day. I still have yes. it. I still wear it. So that is something that I remember. Okay. I mean, well, not forever, but since yeah. it happened. Yeah. Um. So I would want something that I have in my hand that mm. I could remember this lottery. Thing That's a from. very good so, point. Yeah, that. Very good point. The house no, thing, or at this point for me, um, apartment, like that's a cool idea. Like, ooh, like a really nice Parisian apartment mm. or a country house in France. Yeah. All of those sound like responsibilities and maintenance. True. Yeah. And um, after getting burned with that condo in Maryland, girl, you know, I don't have to own nothing else like mm. that. So I'm okay. fair. So, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do a few more and close it up. Do you sort by price or by rating? Do I do what? Sort. Sort. Do you sort, sort. by price or by rating? Sort what? Yeah, whatever. It, I, it can be items. It can be um, maybe restaurants or hotels. Um, I think How? price first and then the rating based on the price that I have already. Okay. Sorted. Okay. That's responsible. I mean, respond. I mean, it's fiscally responsible. Right. Because yeah. I'm like, I do I the same five, thing. I'm like, I have $5. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> Give me the best I can have for this $5. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. And same for me. I do the same thing. It's by price and then by rating. Mm-hmm. All right. Crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter? Oh, girl, smooth all day. That's the eat uh, smooth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be tearing out my bread. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Smooth. Crunchy. Crunchy. Smooth. I need the texture. Mm-hmm. The, the bread is textured. I'm good. And, you know, I used to eat peanut butter out the jar. Like, loved peanut butter. But yeah. I think, like, I burned myself out on it because I was eating okay. so much. Yeah, it's crunchy all day. Because people like would bring me peanut butter. People and I would, would just, bring you. I would butter. overdo it because I had it oh, because God. I couldn't get like Jiffy or um oh. Jiff or Skippy. I'm like okay. Jiffy or Skippy. Wait, yeah. so Paris don't have peanut Skippy? butter? I'm like, no, that's not it. They do, but it's expensive. Like oh. I've seen Reese's peanut butter here, and it's like twelve euro. Like, no, I... that's not what peanut butter costs. <laughs> yeah, something insane. I'm not paying more than four, five for this. Mm-mm. You want to tell me nine, twelve? Get out of here. Oh my gosh. Okay. A guacamole or salsa? Ooh. I think I like guacamole, but definitely eat salsa or have salsa more often because it's readily available. Like guacamole, yeah. like I really only want that fresh salsa. You can do a jar of salsa. I was about to say the same thing. I don't eat that whipped guacamole that's in the store sometimes we have a pack like packaged little cups of guacamole I guess for convenience or I don't like how Chipotle makes their guac so I like it I like it cubed I like it chunky yeah so, I was about and to say I, like I don't to, like it smooth yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't like it smooth. if it's not chunky I don't want it like I right. don't want it whole chunks like I still want some of the chunks you right. know mashed yeah but no we mm-hmm I like a very specific way. So I'm going to choose salsa also. It's very hard to mess up salsa. All right. Boxers or briefs? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I like the look of boxers, but I've had a couple boyfriends uh, who did briefs, and that was all right. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a tough one. I I'm think it might be like whatever he wear, girl. I'm like a beggar <laughs> right now. I can't be a chooser. <laughs> <laughs> I really said that on the whole podcast. Is going out to the world. <laughs> oh, you sure did. It's okay. Manifest it. <laughs> I'm a fan. I like boxer briefs. I like the way those look. And like oh, you just don't put it together. Boxer yeah. briefs. Yeah, I do. What have you received more of, speeding tickets or parking tickets? <laughs> <laughs> it was a time when them jumps was neck and neck now i have to come back because you know i don't have a car um probably speeding tickets mm. i definitely used to have a lead foot okay so yeah and then parking tickets is like okay now you just being dumb like you know this <laughs> But speeding, like, all of that was, like, so covert. It'd be like a camera that I didn't know existed. It was yeah. one point where this got me going somewhere and coming back. The same <laughs> camera. I was like, come on, like you playing. It got me north and south. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't have a heavy foot. And the, the few times I have been pulled over for whatever reason, I have not gotten a ticket. I, um... I think my husband describes me as like, yeah, you uh, you put on church girl, you put on church girl, and you always I could see why you always get out of tickets, you know. Okay. I was like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, I give you that. Uh, listen, I pull out a Bible, honey. <laughs> I will, I will, <laughs> my palm is so in parking my, tickets for you. My palm is still in my windshield. I will turn it up. <laughs> we will turn it up. Amen. It is Sunday. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Parking. Yes, absolutely. Um, parking. Um, and the only speeding tickets uh, I have received, uh, maybe like two or three, have been like cameras, and they was real petty. I was going like ten miles over the speed limit, and they like just got me. So, but no, I don't drive very fast at all. Oh no, Cam- cameras are petty. So yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Parking yeah. tickets, like it was a time where I, um. A couple of times in DC, I had a boot on my car, so I'm like, mm, oh my god, okay. too, but I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Last coming one. out of stuff, like, okay, ready to oh, go ahead. <laughs> last one, last one, we ready. In- last one, okay. I don't even know what these two mean, but we'll figure it out. Instagram famous or infomercial famous? Oh, okay. So infomercial famous would be like the sham wild guy, like okay. how people knew who he was but then you know ig famous um there's that yeah okay can you even be infomercial famous now i was about to say i'm sure you could i think i think i might say infomercial famous because that that seems a little less pretentious that's like all right you signed up for a commercial and you did it yeah and you just did this one thing maybe two times and then you're famous. IG, like you actively have to remain yeah. doing something over the top or cringy to be IG famous. So probably infomercial famous. So people can come I, up to me like, are you the girl who says, are you the girl who be washing her rings and that blue stuff? Like that that would be infomercial famous and that would be fine. But people also probably would say anything to you because infomercials, those come on what, two in the morning? So it's 
I don't know. Um, that's that's a tough one. I don't really know. I'm gonna go with Instagram famous because that's what I'm familiar with. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. No that's fair. And I feel like maybe, oof. But Instagram famous don't be real famous though. Don't be real famous. You know. And just the things you have to do to be Instagram famous. Like it yeah. is like, it's just a lot to it. And yeah. no. So that is our episode. That was fun. A nice. Yes. Yeah. That's a great a episode. nice chat. We yes. maybe say three things about wine and that's good because <laughs> we have lives outside of that. Thank you for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I am on my way to get a massage. So oh nice yes oh uh one announcement well for me anyway i don't know i guess it's like a virtual competition hosted by carla hall and the food network so i made it in like the finals of this virtual competition where it's it's just based on voting right and it's called favorite chef so the prize is i get to cook with carla it's in some sort of great experience in new york um money of course and then you get featured in this magazine so i'll be asking for your vote so look out for that all right yes should be fun that's exciting yeah Mm -hmm. girl let us know so we can um spam the um voting yeah Mm -hmm. whatever it takes yeah (laughs) any announcements on your end oh a few um doing a little travel I am uh, this month, next week. Yeah, that's since today's Sunday. Next week, I'm taking a group to Champagne. So um, this is my first trip that I've organized for other people. We will be there for three days, going around the region to different um, houses and things like that. Uh, and then I come back from that, and I go to Napa oh. for a conference. Um, and I will be moderating a panel there about. Um, like luxury and experiences or something like that you know something perfectly up my alley okay so i'm excited about that and then from there i will be flying to dakar senegal and i'll be spending a week in senegal maybe taking a vacation maybe kicking it okay well so that's june and then it'll be july 1st and i'm gonna sit down in a corner somewhere but yeah those are my next three <laughs> and weeks all of this is in june yes wow Wow, that's yeah. an exciting June for you. I'm happy. It is exciting. I, I am excited. <clears throat> this stuff all came to be within the last few weeks as well. So we're, wow. we're still ironing out the details. <laughs> well, so, okay. Yeah, that's my update. Well, I love it. Thanks for joining this world speed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leave us five stars and leave us a comment. We love ratings. Also, be sure to follow all of us on social media. Myself at Buy Me Up, Glennis at Vino Noir, Girl Meets Glass is Tanisha, Vino301 is Leslie, and you can follow the Swirl Suite podcast account at Swirl Suite. The Swirl Suite is now a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Buy Me Up Media.